Hello everyone, welcome to another Wellness Wednesday. How are you? Today's episode is going to be about a very taboo subject in the entertainment industry and something that has recently um, come to light with the Me Too movement and a lot of other things are layered with this subject and it has to do with your wellness because it has to do with your emotional wellness. And what I'm talking about is workplace flirting. So in the entertainment industry, we have a very, very close relationship with the people that we work with. We're constantly working with new people. And sometimes you are pretending to sing to them like you love them. You are pretending to be in a romantic relationship with them if you're in a movie. You will be potentially having physical contact with them that is romantic. And so there's a lot of lines that can be crossed as performers in this arena. So I want to talk about the emotional health and the boundaries that need to be set in regard to this in your health with your relationships that are outside of your job. Because as you can see, just the explanation of it is very difficult to kind of navigate, but it can be done and it has been done in successful relationships in Hollywood if there is communication, respect, understanding, and boundaries. But it can still be hard. (laughs) So when, what I'm kind of, because it's a big subject as you can tell, but what I'm going to talk about now is flirting within the workspace. So this is kind of more of a gray area because if you're doing something like playing opposite somebody and having to kiss them and fall in love with them every show, or you're doing a movie with them, there are certain moments within that job where you know that you are doing a job and then the curtain comes down and you leave. And there's cast hangs, there's times when you guys all go out and drink and you become friends with the person. But that is where the lines can be crossed. So once the curtain is down or the director has said cut and then you are then spending social time outside of work with this person who you are so close to within your work relationship, that's where you need to kind of navigate these boundaries. So that's kind of where I'm talking about in terms of your workplace flirting or workplace uh, crossing the line. So when does flirting become, quote unquote, emotional cheating? Because it doesn't always have to be physical. The emotional part of it for you um, can be just as damaging and also for your partner. So first things first, I'm going to take you guys through a couple steps. And this is not something I'm making up. This is from psychcentral.com. So this is the psychologist side of it. So when does flirting become cheating? When it's secretive, um, if you're deleting emails or text threads or Google chats or things that you're doing with this person and you're navigating whether or not you would really want your partner to see this text thread or you're guessing that your spouse would be upset if they read them, then you're covering up something, then you have actually have to ask yourself a question okay, how would I feel if it, if it was flipped? If my wife or husband was corresponding with an attractive man or woman the way that I'm talking to this person? If you feel an uncomfortable knot in your stomach upon answering that question or you feel like you're defending your position or you feel any type of guilt, there you go. That's the answer. So no, 
<laughs> um, so the next one, if it has any sort of sexual agenda, and this is, you know, this goes with the, the territory, it's kind of obvious, but if you notice that your correspondence with this person feeds your sexual fantasies, and in the entertainment industry, a lot of people are very attractive, and they're very talented, and talent can be more attractive than actual physical attraction, which is another thing, but if you are talent attracted to them, or this is like a sexual agenda, you find that you're fantasizing about them, then you're in dangerous water and if the communication consists of subtle sexual overtones flirting that is kind of a joking thing you know there's a there's a lot of things that you can send via text that are you know gifs or gifs however you say it um that can be kind of funny and cute and maybe cross the line so I always say ask yourself would you want your wife or husband to see this and see how you're acting and check in if you're also spending a considerable considerable amount of time talking to him or her, this one person, um, even if they're in a group, even if you find you're constantly wanting to be in that group with them or you're constantly, you know, now this can be hard if you're actually away doing like a summer stock gig with them. So you're with them for like three months at a time and it's a very close quarter sort of a situation you guys are living in the same place, you're working in the same place, it's very different with the entertainment industry because it can be very seductive and you can be in a bubble and you think that, you know, oh, I'm just hanging with them, but you're spending a lot more time with them than you are with your partner who is maybe home or at their job. You're not, um, you're not, those boundaries are being crossed and they might be gray boundaries. You might think you're not doing anything. You might think you're being just a normal cast member, but you are crossing the line with um, the content of the messages sent back and forth between you, whether it is energy-wise in the same room, whether it's physical, whether it is text messages. You know, if you are emailing a friend, quote-unquote, many times a day, that's a tad extreme, but even if you are, you know, two hours every night on Facebook chatting with an online buddy, you know, that's, you're spending a lot of time with this person. So just, just consider that. Here's another one. If you're rationalizing that she's just a friend is a statement that you don't say to yourself when you're involved in an innocent communication with somebody, you don't have to emphasize and rationalize this person's just a friend. If you feel the need to justify as a very a, to justify a very safe relationship or friendship, uh, no, it's obvious to you and your mate that the companionship is completely inappropriate. Um, if you are rationalizing, so if you're rationalizing, if you, if you are, you know, I always kind of go back to if you're wrestling with the guilt and you feel the need to rationalize this connection and you're very defensive when confronted about this connection, something's up with you. If you're meeting, if it's meeting your personal needs, if you're getting your intimacy needs, now this is not sexual, this is not physical, this is online relationship or a text relationship or a a Facebook social media relationship. If you get excited when you see that that person liked your photo, it's playful banter. You have to ask yourself why are you getting excited by this? And be especially careful if you're sharing intimate sentiments with that person that you don't necessarily share with your wife or you're sharing inside jokes or you're sharing your life. You sort of have a separate life 
outside of your relationship with this person Um, especially if it's a job you keep going back to every year you go back to it every year and you're you're you know you happen to be on tour and it's a yearly tour and you go back to that person all the time and they're your friend and you're having to justify that they're your friend just your friend so be on guard if you're getting fed in any way by this person intimacy wise that you're not getting at home that's dangerous ground because you know um it's better to address the holes in your life and fill them in safe ways even if you can't within your own marriage or your or your own relationship but keep in mind that you know chemistry between somebody can be physical but it can also be emotional and it can also be friendship a lot of friendships start or a lot of relationship starts with friendship so that'll make sense (laughs) um also another thing if you talk about your marriage to this person um it's disrespectful to the person who you're married to or your partner to share intimate details about your marriage or your or your spouse to this person that you're working with so that's definitely a line that you're crossing um Another one, if you happen to get, um, quote unquote, found out that you're flirting or that you are having an outside of work friendship, quote unquote, relationship with this person, you're reaching out to them without telling your wife, hey, I'm going to meet up with this coworker. Um, if you're not actually... So I was interrupted by my youngest son while I was in the middle of doing this episode, which is, you know, it's life. And if you guys listen to this podcast, you know that that's something that I embrace is life and its distractions. So we're rolling with it. So going back to psychcentral.com and when does flirting become cheating in a workplace, you know, a big um, respect thing, I think, for your partner is to always communicate everything, especially when you're in the entertainment industry and especially when you're in a close quarter situation with somebody. And I thankfully understand that. Um, my husband understands that. We understand that dynamic. Uh, but it still can be hard. It still can be very hard. So knowing um, another red flag that is mentioned here is if your spouse expresses to you that they don't like this communication between this person um, of the opposite sex outside of work, Um, that it should remain professional, that it should remain something that is um, just regarding the show and regarding your roles and regarding what you guys have to do. And there's nothing outside of that. And if your spouse is asking you, um, you know what, I don't like this connection. There's something off about it. And especially if it's distracting from your family life. Um, and if, this person is rationally looking at it and saying, this makes me feel bad, then you as the person who is um, having this quote-unquote friendship, first of all, if there's all those other red flags, then duh. But if, if your spouse doesn't like it, that really should kind of be enough for you to go, you know what, my, my, my wife or my husband means more to me than this friendship or this connection so I'm going to keep it professional and I'm going to be friends with them still but I'm going to lighten it up and not talk to them and hang out with them as much as I have been because something's up with it um if a if a close friend 
also this is the next red flag if a close friend voices their concern to you so that's a big one if a friend is noticing that you're either talking about this person outside of work so much or you're you know you're like oh I'm playing opposite this person and you just you're you're literally it's kind of taking over your conversation and they say uh you know you're married they're married you need to focus on what you have and stop obsessing about what you don't have or whatever like friends your sisters mothers can often identify the red flags before a person is willing to recognize them themselves so if somebody is voicing a concern to you a close person to you is voicing a concern to you about your flirting um, that you're doing within the workplace then you need to recognize that Um, and then the last one is if your intentions are wrong I mean you know this so you if you're doing it because you really like the attention you like the self-esteem and the power that it feels to be attracted to this person and if this you know it can also be something that is not coming from you it could be coming from the other person and where that person I've had this in my own uh, experience as an actress where I've had people try to get close to me and flirting with me and this is you know men but women can do the same thing uh, on the other side of it where they're they're complimenting me on my performance they're texting me they're asking me to hang with them um, outside of work things like that where I'm just kind of like this is too much for me and I also know what you're doing so if you're either the person on the other end of it or you are that person you need to recognize that and you need to you know uh, either you know tell them if it's blatant you need to tell them this is not appropriate I'm married or I'm with somebody but you know you're my friend and we're workplace buddies and all that stuff but but you need to set some very clear boundaries and listen this is always my 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 kind of compass for myself is my gut if I have a gut reaction about something and I'm like huh this person's intentions doesn't don't feel right or you know I'm flirting with this person because I'm not getting that in my own relationship and I'm starting to notice that I like it that's not good because there is healthy flirting that happens but there's also flirting that is um, toxic and you have to recognize that uh, on your own and if you do that and you do that well you can have a successful relationship within the entertainment industry it is absolutely possible you know there's all those cliches people talk about about like oh, it's really hard to have a relationship in the entertainment industry. And it's like, well, not really. If you're an honest, authentic, real person who listens to your partner, who respects them, who um, is open and honest about your connections that you're having at work and your your person you're playing opposite. Because listen, sometimes you might be opposite somebody who you've slept with or somebody that was your ex or, you know, I mean, God, that's something that happens and then you have to be romantic with them in a show I mean imagine the stress that that puts on a relationship but if you are honest and you have boundaries and you constantly check in with each other there is no way that that person who is an ex or whatever is going to get in your skin is going to mess up what you have if you're solid together on it if you're fighting each other on it or you are saying you are defending that that uh, relationship at work you know go through these checklists this is something you can get online 
Like I said, it's psychcentral.com. And so thank you, psychcentral.com, for such a great blog post. When does flirting become cheating? The nine red flags. So I will post that um, when I post this episode. And I hope that you guys can keep your emotional um, and relationship health um, strong in this industry because you can. Okay, so until next week, I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful, healthy um, week. And remember that bliss is your birthright.